Did you know locums docs make on average 33% more than employed docs? Got your attention now? So if you're considering locum tenants either full-time or on the side, you probably have a question or two or maybe even 20. Locumstory.com is packed with unbiased information and tools to see what the trends are in your specialty and even make a decision if locums is right for you. My advice, make locumstory.com the go-to place to learn more about locum tenants. That's locumstory.com. All right, we are back with Eric McLaughlin, CPA, tax professional, tax planner. He's helping us with these docs outside the box, tax series, helping us to retain more of our money, particularly for us who are going into side hustles, going into independent contracting, or just want to just reduce our tax burden. Eric, what's good? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing, Dr. Doggo? I'm doing good. Listen, we are on a roll. People are loving this. We are saving people tons of money. Let's jump into our next tax tip. Sure. All right, listen. I'm in my little office right here. Right above me is my home, actually. But down here is the podcast studio. And uh, obviously, this counts as my home office. Let's talk about, let's clarify the whole options or the whole thing that's related to home office deduction. Tell us about it. How do you calculate it? And tell us specifically what it does for your taxes. Sure. So let's talk about the, the home office. So the home office basically is the place in your home, right, where you're designated to do your business, meet with clients, do the actual business that generates money, right? So you, you either can designate a full space in your home, or you can even designate, believe it or not, a corner of the space um, as a home office. But what do you here's mean? what you should know. Well, you could take half of that and say half of that room that you're in is your home office. Maybe the other half is personal living space. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, so like now I see where you're going with this. Yes. You may sit a desk in the corner of your dining room. And that my refrigerator is my office, office, Eric. My refrigerator is my office. Right. I spend most of my time there. <laughs> right. No, but it has to be with, 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 where you're doing the stuff that generates the, the revenue for, for the business. But what you okay. want to know is this is an important point here. Prior to 2017, when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the, the Trump tax cuts, you could write off your home office if you were a W-2 employee. So that was big, right? And would have been helpful during the pandemic. You but said prior? Prior to, yes. Okay. Prior to 2017. But after 2017 and the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act or the Trump tax plan was implemented, right? Which gave all these great benefits for businesses. That's why I'm not bad at it necessarily. But the point being is certain things went away. And one of the big things that went away was a home office deduction for W-2 employees. So mm. therefore, those that work from home, right, are not able to get a deduction for their home office. So they're losing if they're a W-2 employee and do not work for themselves. But let me flip this around now. So this is why you talk about the side hustle, right? Mm -hmm. So having another business, right, or having a business now creates an opportunity for you to be able to take a home office deduction because <laughs> you could set up a business and, and use that same space where you're doing your nine to five job and say, this is also where I'm running my business from. And just to clarify, and you, you get technically, just to be clear, like we talked about in the previous tip, you can be starting a new business, but you don't necessarily have to be an entity to get that business deduction. 
that that is that is exactly correct. You don't have to gotcha. have an LLC. You don't have to have an ink. You can just say, "Hey, one day I'm just going to start my business. I'm starting my own podcast, and this is my office." And okay. That's it. All right. Keep <laughs> that's, going. That's we, all we, it so, I love so it. So good. So it. so so that said, right? That said, if you're going to do that method, right? Then what the IRS allows you to do is either based on the number of rooms or based on the square footage. So if you have ten rooms and one of them is your office, one tenth of your home expenses you can basically get a deduction for related to the to the home office if you uh use square footage let's say your house is three thousand square feet and 500 square feet is the square foot of the office you could take the basically was that one sixth um of your home office expenses you could take and what do those home office expenses include for example if you're renting that means you could take, in my examples, one tenth or one sixth. Okay, you um, didn't. Okay, rent. Wait, like, let's be clear, because I thought when you were mentioning, I thought, oh, you're gonna talk about paper, you're gonna talk about like ink cartridge, for real, for real. Like you mean rent? Like so, if I'm currently re rent, right? We're yes. renting this house. Yes. A portion of that could be paid for by the business. That that that, that well, it's a a portion of it is a, a deduction. Gotcha. A portion of it is a deduction on the return. Same for, in this example, utilities, electric, mm-hmm. gas, water, security, pest control, lawn care, if you have to have a lawn care, a, a housekeeper, if you have a housekeeper that includes cleaning your what? office. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long list of things that you can claim for that home office. And that's why it can be such a juicy deduction. And that's why it's such a losing one for people who are in W-2. But if you create a business, right? Then you have a Schedule C, and then you'll be able to claim off claim a home office as long as you have revenue through that business. Because a home office on the Schedule C, if you, it's limited, so if you don't have any revenue in your business, then there's no deduction to, to, to take. But if you have revenue, then you have a home. You can take the home mm. office deduction. Now, let me throw out another thing though, because this is really important to know: is if you are not a Schedule C business, meaning you don't your LLC doesn't show up on a Schedule C, but you're an S corp or a C-Corp, then we have to do something different than claim the traditional home office. Because again, remember I told you that that went away on the Schedule A is where it would be claimed with the Tax Cuts and Job Act. So now what we have to do is what we do at our firm is we create a lease agreement between the business and the individual. And what this does is the business pays the individual rent just like they would any other office place. And then we claim the home office unlike the Schedule E. Mm-hmm. We claim it and we take the same thing. So we'll say, you know, Dr. Darko LLC is going to pay Dr. Darko, you know, $1,000 a month to rent his office. And then off that $1,000, we deduct like, you know, the utility, a portion of utilities. We deduct a portion of the rent and so forth down the line. But the goal is, and the reason why we do that is from a high level perspective, it's another way to get cash out of your business into your pockets without being subject to Social Security and Medicare taxes. Because remember, we talked about way W-2 income is the highest tax income. So if you can get income in other ways, i.e. a business, i.e. rental income, i.e. the stock market, those are more tax favored than W-2 income. So if you're renting your business, renting your office, if your business is renting your office from you, then that becomes a way to get income to you that's not subject to social security method. Now I'm like, I know I did a lot of ways. No, no, no. This is good. This is really good. 
This episode is brought to you by locumstory.com. Backdrop. 2012, finishing my fellowship in Miami, and no decision bigger than where and how I was going to start working on my own. And there it was, the fork in the road. Being employed versus something I had never heard of before, locum tenants. So I decided to go the locums route, and I had a ton of questions then. I stumbled a bit, but eventually I was able to stand on my own, and I have been working locums over the past 10 years. Now, what about you? If you're considering locums, you probably have hella questions just like I did. Like, who covers my malpractice? Do I really have control over how often I work? And what are the tax implications? Now, lucky for you, locumstory.com has the answers you need. It's packed with unbiased information and advice from docs just like you. And there's nothing to sell here. It's just a simple resource for information, like finding out what's the average pay rate for your specialty. There's even a quiz to see if locums is right for you. So listen, take my advice. Locumstory.com is the perfect place to start if you want to learn more about locums. That's locumstory.com. Now I have a question then. So how do you determine, like, is this based off of a percentage, like of how, how much you're using your home for business? Like, how do you determine it? How does that calculate it as the next step? And then we'll get into what this does specifically for your taxes also, because I, I, I like where we're going. So the home office is determined based upon the area that you set aside exclusively for the business. So it's less about how much you use it personally versus individually. It's based more upon um, is it like the, square footage? the area, right? square footage or the number of rooms. So like length times width and then kind of divided yes. by the entire square footage of the entire house, I guess. That's, that's correct. That's and correct. And then that percentage is applied to utilities, housekeeping, all of these different things. That's, that's correct. That okay. So let's, so what does that do? For, so I know it's it possible to decrease your taxes, right? Like, that so explain that to us again, what does that do for you again? Help, help us one last time understand that. Okay. So it, it decreases. So if I, if, let me see if I can give like real, just real simple numbers on this regular uh, home office deduction. So let's just say, you know, your rent is, like I said, let's say the rent for your, your place where you live at is a thousand dollars a month. So if the home office is, um, is uh, based on rooms one tenth. That means you get to deduct a hundred dollars as the rental of the home. I don't know utilities are at, at, at two thousand dollars. I don't know, so it's two hundred bucks, and it goes down like that. Each of those numbers reduces your taxable income. So if I'm if I my income is a ten thousand dollars on my tax return. I get to deduct $100 for the yeah. rental of my house and so forth down the line. So that's what we're talking about. When we're talking about deductions. We're talking about reductions to income. That's the way you need to think about it. It's not one for one necessarily. So it's not reducing your taxes by $100 or $1,000. It's reducing the taxable income by the amount of the expense. So basically your exposure to what can be taxed by the government, basically. That is correct. The amount of income that is taxed by the government is reduced. We love it. We love it. Listen, Eric, if people want to ask you questions about this tip or any of the other tips, how do they get in touch with you? Go to my website, ericmclaughlinllc.com. All of my information is there. You can make an appointment, find out more information about me, or call my office at 404-946-1855. 
And folks, don't forget, this is for entertainment purposes only. Don't yes. come for us in these streets if you get in trouble. <laughs> Please get in touch and confirm with your tax professional before moving forward with this information. Listen, Eric, we will catch you on the next tip. Guys, we'll check you all on the next one. Hey guys, thanks again for listening as well as supporting Docs Outside the Box. Listen, this show is produced by Darko Media Group and the dope audio experience is edited by the one, the only Christian Parry, also known as your podcast pal. Links to him in the show notes. Listen, this is Dr. Ning, the Doc Outside the Box. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.